Welcome to the Grace Point Podcast, where we are connecting you with biblical truth that provides encouragement, hope, and healing. Welcome to the Grace Point Podcast. This is Pastor Dave, and thankful that you're joining us today. We're right in the middle of a series here on Sunday mornings. I'm preaching um, a series called The Struggle is Real, and this series is about um, people that are struggling walking through the valley of mental health issues and dealing with uh, mental illness. And it's all about us as a church coming alongside and encouraging those that are walking through these valleys, taking time to see what the Bible has to say to us about mental health issues and how we can find hope and healing in the midst of, of these valleys. And so um, that's where we're focused out on Sunday mornings. And I have the opportunity, the privilege to sit down with... Um, Chuck Bird today. Chuck, we're glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, I met Chuck last year, and um, Chuck just kind of shared his testimony and kind of his story, and it really impacted me and how the Lord has just met him kind of right where uh, where he's at in the valley he and his family have walked through, and um, I asked him if he would just share a little bit of his story today with us, and I know it'll bring hope, it'll bring encouragement. Uh, to all of you that are listening. So, Chuck, again, thankful that you're here. Um, let's just start a little bit about how you wound up here at Grace Point Church. Well, you get the you did the series last year at this time, and uh, my wife saw it on social media, and we uh, read it, and it was spoke straight to our heart for what our family was dealing with, mm-hmm. and so came in and listened to the sermons and. Uh, you know, it was very powerful and very touching to what we were going through and, um, you know, kind of gotten involved with the church and got to know you and know your heart. And uh, it just seems like uh, there's so many reasons why we should be here. Uh, I love what y'all mm-hmm. are doing, the idea that you're doing it. And I think it's something that's uh, that's really needed in the community. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's been great to have you here, Chuck, this last year. Chuck's just been faithful and um, here worshiping with us. And I've had the opportunity to talk with him and get to know him. And so one of the things I shared this past Sunday as I started the series I, I talked about uh, suicide, and the statistic I read was uh, that 40,000-plus people a year in the United States take their own life. Um, a person takes their own life every 12 minutes here in the United States. And so it just shows us, and I shared that just not for shock value in any way, but just to, to point to the weight of, of mental illness and the impact and, and how... Um, sometimes the the results of that or the consequences of that and how it um, impacts people and people who do at times choose to take their own life. And so I say that just kind of leading in because I want Chuck just to talk a little bit about his son Kyle. So Kyle, who, um, as Chuck's going to share, took his own life. So in what was that, 2014? 2014. Let's just start a little bit, Chuck. Tell us a little bit about Kyle. Tell us a little bit about your family. Kind of lead in that way, and then we'll kind of go from there. Um, it, talking about Kyle, uh, he was the he was the son you always wanted. He was the you know um, as you dream and pray when your wife's pregnant with the son that you're going to have. He was he was that son. Um, and our family, um, you know, I've got a wonderful wife. You know, we had Kaylee and Kaylee and Kyle, and we were through having kids. And one day, my wife called me, and we, my wife, we were thinking about adopting a special needs mm-hmm. kid. My wife was going back to school to be a special needs teacher, 
And she called me crying one day, and I thought, what's wrong? Something happened. I'm pregnant. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and she ended up being pregnant with Cassidy, who was a special needs kid. And so we just, you know, say God cut out the middleman. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we were, born, uh, she, we were blessed to have her. And, you know, we were living the perfect American life, you know, pretty boring, uh, watching our kids, chasing our kids around. Kaylee was, you know, cheerleading. And Kyle was a lot of sports and ended up being very um, – falling in love with baseball. So he was mm-hmm. a baseball player. And, uh, He's he a guy at high school. Yeah, right? guy at high school, okay. and he yeah. had to, he had Tommy John surgery, tore a ligament at his elbow. Okay. In uh, November of 2013. Okay. Um, tough recovery, tough rehab. Uh, you know, it was it's painful and it was going slow. And then, um, I, you know, no warning. Uh, one day he he had said, mentioned something to a, a friend of his the Saturday before, mm-hmm. and the Monday that we went, the, you know, my wife's a teacher. We went back to school. She went back to school. Uh, he stayed home with uh, Cassidy, and um, he texted us that he loved us, and, uh, you know, we tried to get a hold of him. We couldn't. Uh, got wind of what was going on from mm-hmm. the, the boy he had said something to that Saturday night because my mm-hmm. wife worked with her, and so we rushed home, and my wife beat me there before I did, and I remember the, mm-hmm. you know, where I was on Bay Hill Road, uh, the phone ringing, and it was her, and it's like, which way is my wife about to go? And, you know, yeah. she called and hysterical, and I remember hanging up and, dialing 911 and the words coming out of my mouth were I think mm-hmm. my son's committed suicide and just yeah. just the echoing yeah. that and the the, yeah. the the nightmare that began and what we've been through since then is uh, it's it's been challenging mm-hmm. yeah so <clears throat> you you know you mentioned and I know we've talked about this before but um I think one of the things you mentioned before, Chuck, that was that um, you know there weren't, from from what you can tell and remember, any just real telling signs. Is that you, yeah. true, right? I mean, a lot of times there, there probably are in some situations, but I think also sometimes there are not, right? Yeah, every all you know, everybody's situation is different, and yes. I've, you know, since that I've been involved with a bunch of uh, the organization I've got a hold with, got involved with. I've been to a bunch of on-scene suicides, and so all the stories are a little bit different. But in ours, no warning. Um, right. You know, there was no history. Um, you know, I mean, we were, like I said, we we're a born family. You know, uh, you know, we we you know we trusted Christ, and you know, every morning I prayed. You know. Use this. Use my family this morning to uh, as you will, and um, you know I don't. And I'm firm belief that that day he did. You know, I, there's mm. there's there's. Uh, it's hard to understand all things that have happened. Then there's a lot into that story to where I could actually get to that point. But uh, yeah, with Kyle, there was no no warning. Um, you know, the rehab for the for the uh, elbow was tough. Um, mm-hmm. He was on some medicine called Accutane, which. Mm-hmm. You know, if anybody's on that, please check. And uh, you know, it's it's got a history of mm-hmm. of causing suicides. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I don't. It all doesn't add up to to equal what happened. Uh, yeah. But yeah, with us, there was no warning, no mental history, no alcohol, no depression, no drugs. It was uh, mm-hmm. you know, he was as as what I would consider you know from what I understood. And you know, I remember thanking God for the relationship I had with Kyle because he was. I was so we were so close, and things he was able to tell us, and uh, it's just uh, you know it's really it's really hard to this day. It's still hard for our family to understand it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, no question. I'm sure. Um, so, <clears throat> just an uh, just hard to even grasp. I, I think for most probably listening, um, 
certainly that haven't walked through it, the depth of, of that valley that you guys, um, you know, found yourself in. And um, talk, for, talk for just uh, a minute, Chuck, about, you know, I think people would say, how, how did you make it through that? And are you, how are you? Because I think it's probably an ongoing thing. Certainly, mm-hmm. I mean, you never get over that, I wouldn't think. But I certainly think in talking to you, I know there's just times that the, the darkness, I'm sure, was heavier. So, so you know, how, what would you say? People say, well, how, in the, how did you make it through that? What, how would you respond uh, to that? Well, I mean, it's, the short answer is Jesus for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, um, you know, Kyle, right before he took his life, uh, he posted out Proverbs 3, 5, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. And, you know, as a dad from my son telling me that, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and I, I lean on that a lot. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, the things that have happened and the things that God have done in our lives since then, um, you know, it's a real quick story. It's been a, mm-hmm. it was two or three weeks after he'd passed away and I was going to work, you know, half days and I was driving to work and it hit me like a ton of bricks that your life is a failure. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no, and you know, I mean, you know, it, it'd been a hard three weeks, mm-hmm. but to that point I wasn't getting past this. You know, I got to work and, uh, you know, I wasn't able to function, lost it. And I've got a lot of people at my work. I've been there for 30 years who, you know, they were wonderful. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just had to leave. And all the way home, that was just heavy on my heart and I wasn't going to get past it. Um, you know, and I was praying, God, you've got to help me because I'm at, I'm at an end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, we got home and we were still, uh, my, you know, my wife hadn't gone back to work yet. And we were going, you know, my son wanted to be buried next to his grandson who he never met in Restland. Um, but they always had a, he always had a strange bond to my dad, but, mm. and he wanted to be buried with him. So we, we made a trip out there and I didn't tell anything to Milani cause I just, I, I mean, I was, I was at my end mm-hmm. and I was praying and praying and praying and we went out there and, you know, on the way home, um, I'm, God answered, I was praying and God answered, you know, with me with a question. And the question was, if you can instill one thing in your child, you know, what would that be? And I thought for a moment and I'm thinking, you know, what could it be? And he said that your son knows Christ. Mm-hmm. And that Amen in that moment, that. it yeah. saved me. You know, it got mm-hmm. me past yeah. that moment. And Kyle did. I mean, he was, his mm-hmm. faith was very strong. He, you know, he he led our prayers at dinner. He did it better mm-hmm. than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I mean, he uh, he had a strong Christian faith. Um, so that got me past those moments. And there's just been, you know, there's been so many things that have happened. My wife calls them God's kisses that are that has happened with our family and people that involved and people that came up to us afterwards and mm-hmm. they, the, the the things they said that Kyle meant in their life and. Um, you know, those little God's kisses moments that, uh, that have gotten us through it. And, you know, in those moments when you're going through that valley, you, those three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning when you can't sleep and you're crying, you, you, it boils down to what do you really believe? You know, what do you really believe? And to us, I, know, I, I you know, we believe in Christ and that's gotten us through this. And, uh, you know, it is hard. Yeah, we still deal with it. It's a daily, you know, it's, it's still a daily struggle to get through life. Uh, mm. But, um, you know, we've been... You know, we've, we prayed and, okay, God, there's reasons why this happened. Um, give us the strength and wisdom to open th- to walk through any door that you may open for us that we may be able to help somebody else who's going through things. And so we've looked at that, um, and there's been so many things that we've been able to do and talk to people that we wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. So, right. uh, you know, that doesn't make things, you know, I mean, it's good to see God's work in all this. I mean, it's still, but it's still, for it's us, still it's still hard. a very yeah. tough daily struggle. Still, yeah. You mentioned something there, Chuck, that I think probably really does resonate with people. That there was a t- that there was a time there when when you and talking to others, I've heard this when you just 
were convinced you weren't going to make it past it. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so I think that's, I think that's very real for people as they're walking through valleys and people that are struggling with mental health issues or even circumstances that are just so deep and heavy that they get to a place where they are convinced that, like you said, you're not going to make it past it. But you did, right? And that would be your encouragement, I think, to others, true, right? Mm-hmm. That that thought that, 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 that comes to your mind, you know, that you can get past it, though, you would tell them, yes? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I mean, there's been... You know, even since that moment, I mean, you know, that was that got me past that moment, and that got me past through. I knew I was going to get through all this, but there's still. I I never dealt with depression before. I never, I, mm-hmm. you know, when I, I didn't, I couldn't understand how Kyle would be in a place to where that would be his way out. Uh, but as we've gone through these and the ups and downs and the lows, and you know, we we, we go through depression now. I, I mm-hmm. understand what it feels like to get up and. You know, you would, you, you can't find a way out. You know, there's yeah. hard. It's hard to justify right. any reason for. You know, there's. You, you look forward to anything in the day, the week the, coming ahead, mm-hmm. and it's just bliss. It's just hopeless, and um, and those are. That's a scary place to be, um, but it's, you know, it's real for a lot of people. It is. And what what do you say, Chuck, to somebody who listening that that is exactly where they're at today, um, who are, who's having that kind of day or that they're in that season where they are just you know, defeated, discouraged, getting up as hard. What, what's your encouragement to them? Well, know that they're not alone, yes. and it's not unique. Um, and, you know, part of the way to help us get through this is to, uh, you know, you, you have to understand that there's going to be days like that, and you have to right. reach out yeah. and look out, and you, you, you have to find people who can help you get through it because trying to do this on your own, um, it's just difficult. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's and you're, I think the thing is it's, you feel so isolated, Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I know the stigma, I know for me, you know, when you're on those, when you're feeling that way, um, you know, it, it's hard to reach out and ask for people because the, in yeah. the mindset of the world in so many ways, you know, mental illness is so misunderstood and right. we still, we right. still struggle. I mean, the truth is we struggle yeah. to know how to treat it. Right. I mean, it's just, yeah. just the truth, you know, as you hear the warnings from some of the medicine mm-hmm. they give you, that's supposed to help you. So, yeah. uh, but know that you're not alone. Um, and, and, you know, and reach out and look for help and find people and find counseling. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, of course, my advice would be find Christ, too. But, uh, yes. you know, just to, uh, right. you know, don't try to take it on your own and know that it's OK. And just give yourself some elbow room to know that it's OK to be that way. You know, yes. understand it's a process. It's right. just you're going through a season um, and there's there, there's hope in the end of it. Yeah, amen. You're going to have days, like you said. There's going to be days and sometimes weeks, I would think, mm-hmm. you know, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's encouraging, like you, you know, like you said, you're not alone, and and you're going to have those times. So, um, <clears throat> one of the things you mentioned too, Chuck, I know we've talked about this before, and one of the um, you know great things I think about your testimony is your faithfulness and the faithfulness of God to get you through things, to get you through. You know, we talked before about um, Psalm 23, and we go through the valleys, and God gets us through the valleys, and God gets us through things. And you've been so clear, and uh, the times we've talked that that it's the Lord that that that's sustained you and your family, and you've gotten you through these difficult times. And and as you just said, that that there is hope in the midst of tragedy in the midst of struggle. One of the things I love, Chuck, um, about you is, you know, just as I've talked to you over this last year and we've got to know each other, is you really do have a heart now to encourage others who are walking through valleys, that you want to um, take this and your struggles and be able to help other people 
that are walking through difficulties and that are struggling. You mentioned briefly, but I know you work with a, um, an organization here in Denton. Talk about that for a minute where you, um, you go and, and connect with families who are dealing with suicides of loved ones. Is that? It's called, it's called loss. Local okay. Outreach for Suicide Survivors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a volunteer organization. It's through Denton MHMR. It's through uh, Denton through Denton County. Mm-hmm. And uh, what uh, what happened when a medical examiner is determined it's been a you know a suicide? They call us, and mm-hmm. um, you know we go out in pairs. We go out with a you know I'm I'm called a survivor, and then one of the volunteers that's a mental health professional. We go out in a pairs to a scene, and we meet with the family. Um, you know, either an on-scene when their loved one is still there and they're waiting, uh, um, or we do what we call the delayed response. But, uh, uh, yeah, we go out and reach those people and reach them at a, uh, uh, you know, at the what, you know, lowest point mm-hmm. of their life. And, um, you know, and it's just, I, I, we realize it's just a drop in a bucket, um, but I know, you know, it's, it helps with people who have gone through, it helps to reach to the same like. You know, somebody mm-hmm. who's going through this. I mean, I've been at scene, you know, two and three o'clock in the morning with mothers who've lost husbands or kids, and yeah. you know, just being, you, you just see that glassy-eyed look over their face, just that shock. But be able to sit down and tell your story and to share your story, and them to see that you've got, you know, it's, you know, I know it's a yeah. drop in a bucket, but you can see it in their eyes, that mm-hmm. little bit of little bit of glaze gone. Um, but it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I think that just goes back to people who are going through things that it helps to be around other people who have gone through that to feel that same pain and to know those mm-hmm. same thoughts and to, uh, you know, basically, again, to know you're not alone in this. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> I don't know, you know, how many kiddos will listen to this podcast. It's probably mostly adults. So maybe we'll go a couple of ways with this. Um, like you said, you know, there wasn't any, every, every, I, I just affirm that, you know, you said that every, every situation is different, which I think we have to remember is very true. Um, but what's your, fr- from this, what would be just encouragement to parents? Um, uh, may, maybe, you know, uh, it could be things to watch for, but maybe just as a parent, you know, what is, in, in parenting kiddos, and I'm sure God has shown you some things, uh, I know you've shared already, um, that are just important. You, you know, you would say to parents listening to this and the way they're loving their kids and the way they're, you know, um, relating to their kids. What, you know, based on, you know, everything you've been through, what encouragement would you give to parents out there as they love their kiddos? Um well, start with that. Tell them you love them. I mean, you know, Tell put charms yeah. around them, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and and take everything serious. Um, you know, with mm-hmm. Kyle, we really didn't have any warning signs. Um, you know, he did mention it to a friend of his yeah. that Saturday night. They were having those thoughts, and we have no ill will towards that that boy. I mean, we know him, know him, know his family. He's a great yeah. kid. He was just doing what he thought was best for his friend. He was just right. trying to help Kyle out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, take threat serious. Yeah. You know, and don't be scared of the subject. You know, if it's, uh, you know, That's if they're having one. depression yeah. or if they're right. going through drugs or depression or, you know, girl, you know, just being a teenager, or, you know, it's, it's, it's even starts, I've heard stories now and it's, it starts earlier than teenager now kids are having yeah. these thoughts, but, right. you know, take it all serious um, and find a, um, you know, find help. Uh, if they're talking about it, discuss it with them. And if you need to get counseling, go reach out for counseling because, um, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, unfortunately it, it can happen. You know, those, I'm well aware of that, and those stats that you yeah. said at the start, you know, you're well aware of that. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, like what you're saying, too, is is um, 
to be involved, right, in, in the, the lives of your kids. And like you said, don't be afraid. And I think that's a great point. Don't be afraid to, to ask or to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I do think that's something that we all have to kind of remember and work through because like you said and like I've said on Sundays and I think our society still are kind of battling through this idea of how do we handle the mental health thing, you know, and, and um, it's uncomfortable to talk about for some and to mention the you know, that or suicide or things. But, you know, I think that's part of the, uh, of the answer is be willing to talk about mm-hmm. it, like you said, mm-hmm. and um, to have that, you know, um, relationship with your kids, you know, that they, it is open and they can talk about those things to you. And then, as you said, Chuck, and I just affirm it, is, is to reach out. We talked about that on Sunday, um, is, is to be willing to reach out on our website, gracepointdenton.com backslash mental health. We have a number of different resources. We have um, the suicide hotline is on there. We have uh, biblically-based counselors. We have handouts from last year and some I'm putting up for this year. All the messages are online. So that webpage has a lot of information that you can... Um, use and be encouraged by it, and also other resources that you can reach out. And of course, you can always reach out to, to me up here at the church, to us as pastors up here at a Grace Point Church to be able to come alongside you. Your story, Chuck, is, is an incredible message of hope and healing. And um, I, I know it, it's ministered to me and minister, I know, to, to everyone listening to this. Um, as we kind of wind things down, though, is there any any last thing you would want to say, or anything I might have missed that you would want to say to people who are listening today, just to to, to give them hope and encouragement? I think you know, just with grief and depression, um, you know, just don't be too hard on yourself. You know, I mean, sometimes yeah. you know, when you're in that when you're in that moment, you're if you're battling it and you can't find your way out of it, you almost it almost adds on top of itself because you just start feeling more down on yourself because you you know because yeah. you can't find hope, can't find a way out of it. But you know, reach out for people. You know, reach out and mm-hmm. find some found some counseling. Talk to a friends. Um, you know, sometimes just talking talking to somebody about it. You know, you, you, you till you really talk about it, you may not know how 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 bad or how scared or how how deep the depression is. So just reach out to people and know that. You know, that there's hope, um, and I, as I'll, you know, I'll always say, you know, um, and 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 look for Christ. Um, yes, you know, that's yeah. that's what's gotten us through. You know, our faith has gotten us through this. Uh, there's no, you know, it's. I wish there was a big, you know, big shiny light that I could follow mm-hmm. every day on how to go the path on yeah. how to get through it. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's it's the world we live in, but uh, you know, He's there and uh, He'll be there for you when you need Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just reach out and and give uh, give Him an opportunity. And I think. As we're winding down, I think, um, as far as time, I think I, I, I think you would probably say too that it takes time, right, mm-hmm. to walk through it. It doesn't it doesn't just happen overnight. That give yourself time to grieve and and grieve through. It. And then I would think also for all of us to to be patient, you know, with others that are that are people that are going through it. Um, because um, they're struggling, and for all of us, just to be compassionate, to be patient, to be praying, and to um, to learn to be encouragers. And I and I think if you, as Chuck said, if you need to reach out, we've given you some resources. I think you know, I've talked to Chuck. He, Chuck would be even be willing to talk mm-hmm, to people. Absolutely. Um, so if if that's something you would want to do, you can reach out to us here at the church office, and we can connect you with. Uh, with Chuck, and he can tell you more of his story or answer questions or encourage you. But 
Um, you know, our prayer is that the Lord just use this podcast to reach in to the hearts of people and people that may be struggling, people may be discouraged, people may be without hope, and hear the, the, the journey and the story of this man and his family who have walked through and still walk through incredibly deep, dark valleys, but his message, his testimony is even in the midst of that, that there's hope. And as he would say, there's hope in God. And reach out, reach out for the Lord and reach out for others. So thank you, Chuck. Thank you for, um, for being here today. And uh, I want to invite you as y'all are listening to this, um, to our series. We, every Sunday morning, every Sunday morning, three services, we invite you to come. And even if you're listening to this after the series is over at the end of September, we still invite you to come. Three services every Sunday morning here at Grace Point Church in Denton, Texas, 8.15, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. Thank you for listening. Pray you'll be blessed by it, and I hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Grace Point Podcast. For more information about the ministries in our church, we encourage you to visit our website at gracepointdenton.com.